Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Here we are together again in the Magic Radio Box, a new week of programming here at Fox Sports Radio, beginning right now. Tell me you're not giddy with excitement. Uh, if, you, if you're not, just, just lie. Uh, but we are, let's see, a couple days away from our last show, right? Got a couple days hiatus there over the weekend, and just hours after we got off the Magic Radio Box for our last show of last week, the poop hit the silver and black fan. Round and round and round and round it goes. 
in Oakland. Antonio Brown's bizarre week turned even more upside down and sideways in glorious fashion. And I have been following every twist and turn on the roller coaster ride. It's like an old Woody. It is wonderful. Uh, and if you've missed out on any of it because you actually have a life and you're not that fascinated by diva wide receivers, I get it. But, hey, you know what? Just bear with me, okay? Just bear with me. So Antonio Brown, the story was at the end of last week, he insisted that he will retire from football, media reports indicated, unless he can wear his beloved helmet. The helmet. It's like uh, a safety blanket, this helmet, man. You know, like a little kid has to have a stuffed animal, a stuffy with him at any Antonio Brown needs the helmet. Okay. <laughs> it's like Charlie Brown. Uh, but it's just wonderful. So, so that was the story at the end of last week. And it's an outdated helmet. They don't make a new model. It's the Air Advantage helmet, if that means anything to you. I don't think it does unless you're a football player or you know a football player or you work in the athletic business. But the Air Advantage helmet is at the center of this dispute. And Antonio Brown's group, his camp, his posse, whatever you want to call it, uh, they're upset because he's no longer allowed to wear the helmet since it's no longer manufactured because of the date, and it's not kosher in the eyes of the NFL. The problem here Antonio Brown has is the NFL Players Association, which long ago was neutered, also is in agreement here. So there's a a bipartisan agreement between the NFL and the Players Union regarding the helmet of Antonio Brown. And there was a hearing in front of a, quote, neutral arbitrator, unquote, on Friday, of course, I always point out, neutral arbitrator, who's paying the check of the arbitrator? It's not neutral. Uh, someone's paying the check. Someone's paying the bulk of the check. But anyway, I digress. So we are still awaiting the final results. It is expected by legal scholars that the NFL will be victorious, that Antonio Brown does not have a foot to stand on, if you will. Of course, he probably can't stand well anyway. Uh, He will be on the losing side. Now, Raiders coach John Gruden offering up some unwavering support over the weekend as the Raiders played an exhibition game. You know it's exhibition season when Nathan Peterman looks like John Elway for the Raiders. I mean, running up and down a 50-yard run for Peterman. But anyway, who cares about that? Let's talk about what Gruden said. Let's listen here. This is John Gruden standing by his man. And the helmet thing is a personal matter to him. You know, he has a strong feeling about uh, what he's worn on his head, and we're supporting him. We understand the league's position as well, so we're in a tough spot. And we hope Antonio is back here soon because uh, he's exciting to be around. I'm excited. I got some plays for him. I hope we can start calling him. Yeah. He is exciting to be around because you never know what's going to happen with Antonio Brown. You never know what's going to happen. All right, so let's discuss the question – The real relevant question here is, will Antonio Brown play football in 2019 for the Oakland Raiders? The answer is yes. Of course he's going to play football. I mean, there's a lot of uh, hyperbole being thrown out by people. But no, Antonio Brown's crazy. He ain't that kind of crazy, though. No way. So I've got the tongue, the bell, and Burley Grimes. And we will put all of this together and make rhubarb pie is what we're going to do. All right, now, A, Antonio Brown. A lot of this is frustration, like the the pot boiling over, if you will, for Antonio Brown. Huffing and puffing, 
uh, letting his trench foot heal, uh, his feet that are damaged by trench foot, uh, and and also enjoying the temper tantrum, which is good, right? He's, he's he knows he's the center of attention, and if you've paid any attention to Antonio Brown off the field, you know. His lifestyle is one of excess. He is not living on a budget. Now, I'm not his financial person, but just judging by what I see in the public eye here, my man Antonio does not have a certain amount of money he has to spend every month, if you know what I'm saying. He ain't saving up for a rainy day, okay? He's not. And so he's going to have to bite his tongue swallow some pride here at some point and figure it out and take the $30 million. Oh, my God, what a what a house of horrors to have to play for $30 million. Otherwise, he's going to have to get a real job. So good luck on that. And with reports, Antonio Brown is considering a lit- lawsuit, litigation here, L- actual litigation for Antonio Brown if he doesn't get uh, his way with an arbitrator. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to nod my head. Sure, that's. I'm sure he'll go to go to a lawsuit and he'll win that. Uh, the NFL, uh, you might not like the NFL, the, the big corporate behemoth that the National Football League is, but uh, they are a business. They have the right to tell their paid employees what they can and cannot wear, uh, just like they do at Disneyland and other places. That's how it works. I know a lot of people are against big businesses now. God forbid, how dare you? But that's kind of how it works. If you choose to play for one and work for one, uh, in this case, play and work for one. Uh, and this was negotiated with the Players Union, which Antonio Brown happens to be a member of, meaning, again, he does not have any wiggle room. As far as I can tell, maybe you can tell me different, but from what I'm looking at here, I don't see any wiggle room. And there's new reporting out that says Antonio Brown would hold the NFL liable for a head injury if forced to change helmets, which also seems like it's a trip to crazy town because the NFL's argument is, hey, we've had the science community study all these helmets and they've told us that these new helmets are better. So how are you going to sue somebody when they're doing something to make your health a priority, at least in theory. You can argue the science and you can say claim that it's you know fake and bogus and all that stuff, but you know, that's a different argument. So, but the NFL does claim that these helmets are are safer, and but he would hold them liable uh, for making them him in this case use a, a safer helmet. Now, part B of this, so Antonio Brown. We know he's an attention whore. He's the classical diva wide receiver. Uh, This has gone back many generations. He is just doing what he has to do to get by as a diva wide receiver. He needs to be the bell of the ball. And he is the bell of the ball right now. He's in the eye of the storm, and he loves it. He's eating up all this media attention, all the hijinks, everything he does. You know, these these tight wads with their tighty whities Peter King and all these guys get all worked up. They they get their panties worked up into a wad. They're so upset by everything Antonio Brown does. I laugh. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious. He's entertaining. Yeah, it's not boring. This is wonderful. Uh, and he, he continues to be a pit of curiosities. And every day is a roller coaster ride, as I said, with this Antonio Brown. And all we need now. Bring in the rodeo clowns, right? We need the rodeo clowns to come in there, and that would top this off. And, and it, it seems like insanity, but it's just another random day in the life and times of Antonio Brown. And some have asked the question, I've seen this, will hard knocks address uh, 
Antonio Brown's issues, and my response is, how can they not? I understand it's state-run media. The NFL uh, did not talk very much about Antonio Brown's offseason of uh, drama on the episode of Hard Knocks, the, the maiden voyage of this year's Hard Knocks, but there's no way to avoid it. They have to get into this. The, they will dress it up, and they'll put some perfume on it, some body spray. They'll take a shower to it, get rid of the fleas. But they're going to talk about Antonio Brown and the helmet. They might talk about it in passing, but they're going to talk about it. They have to. Now, the last word on this. There is a very simple fix, and I'm the guy that knows the answer. All right. Now, the NFL doesn't have to technically do anything, but this is a new Roger Goodell, right? Roger Goodell, when Zeke Elliott pushed the security guard in Vegas, didn't suspend him. Could have suspended him, didn't suspend him. Uh, there was a, another incident uh, early in the offseason. Goodell, a couple of times, has, been, has chosen to side with the player rather than side with punishment. So I have some advice here. The NFL ought to take the page out of Major League Baseball's playbook. Call it spitball logic. Back in the 1920s, baseball banned the spitball. But you know what they did? Existing spitball pitchers were grandfathered in and were allowed to legally throw the pitch. Hall of Famer Burley Grimes, an old-school baseball player, was the last legally allowed spitball pitch. He he retired in 1934. Baseball got rid of the spitball in like 1920 or the early 20s, and for like 14 years after that, this guy still threw legally a spitball. Hockey did something similar. Hockey has changed equipment uh, quite often, and they've grandfathered in players who were used to wearing the old equipment. So the NFL has the option, if they choose, to go down that road, follow that as a master plan. And the way I look at this here, you know, it seems like, well, you shouldn't appease Antonio Brown because then somebody else is going to come up and say, well, what about me? But I would argue that all rookies have to use the new helmet. Veterans are grandfathered. And now, to be fair, Tom Brady, he didn't want to change helmets. He changed helmets. Aaron Rodgers, I believe, also had to change helmets. But if the NFL chooses to do this, right, I mean, you hand an exemption. The other alternative theory is to hand an exemption to Antonio Brown on the condition he signs the most lengthy waiver in the history of waivers. And that way... If he gets hurt as a result of the helmet, the NFL is not liable. Let him turn his brain into scrambled eggs as long as he accepts the risk. Now, a lawyer will argue that he he cannot sign any kind of waiver because Antonio Brown will just say, well, I actually got hurt prior to signing the waiver, and it's just a delayed reaction, so therefore... Uh, you got to pay me X amount of dollars. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. So Zeke Elliott continues to sunbathe in Cabo. Nothing new to report there. Not a bad way to spend a holdout. Dallas is trying to lock up Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper, and they would like to appease, pacify uh, Zeke Elliott. So there's a lot going on here, but Jerry Jones and his underlings apparently have decided they would like to hand out the riches of Solomon to their quarterback. There's new reporting out. The rumors are a-flying in the air everywhere regarding the quarterback in Big D. Now, if you have not heard because you have not been putting your ear out there to listen closely to all the scuttlebutt, uh, we are told that Dakota Prescott thumbed his nose at an offer that would have averaged an annual salary of $30 million a year. $30 
million dollars a year for a substandard NFL quarterback. Sweet baby Jesus. And he said no. He said no. How could you say no to that? But the reporting over the weekend said the deal would have paid Prescott an average annual salary that would have made him a top five quarterback in the NFL. Matt Ryan is fifth or sixth, depending on how you look at it, but he's averaging $30 million, the Atlanta Falcons quarterback. And while these reports have not been verified for the purposes of the Maller monologue, let's assume this to be true, okay? So we'll assume this to be true, and we'll dive into it. Now the question, what's the big takeaway here if Dak Prescott really did turn down $30 million on average a year? I've got risky... Ham and Egger and Kryptonite. And we'll put all of this together and we will make a nice stew. Now, number one, conventional wisdom tells you that Dak Prescott is not anywhere near a top five quarterback in the NFL. But the old line goes, you're not, you're not, it doesn't matter how good you are, it's what you can get, the amount of money you can earn, right? People are paid based on what they can get someone else to pay them, not necessarily what you're worth. Most people aren't paid what they're worth. You're probably worth more than you're getting, but you get what you are able to squeeze out of whoever is in charge of paying you. And if the Cowboys offered that much moolah to Dak Prescott and he turned it down, and assuming that it was all just make good, you know, it, 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 there was a lot of if there's a fair amount of guaranteed money, then Dak Prescott's uh, got to wear the the moron cap, all right. I mean, he does. I mean, but assuming it wasn't just all hey, it's no guaranteed money, yeah, well, thirty million dollars a year and all that. I mean, we got to read the, the fine print in the contract. But Jerry Jones doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's going to go nickel and dime. Uh, it doesn't seem like that kind of a guy. But the argument here for Dak Prescott is obviously he's going to gamble that he is the one that has the leverage. And that is the key in any negotiation, sports or any other kind of negotiation. It's a high-stakes game of chicken. And in theory, Jerry Jones desperately needs to get Dak Prescott under contract. Carson Wentz recently got uh, agreed to a new deal. And you look down the list of quarterbacks here and who's getting what. It's going up, up, and away. So Jerry Jones is unwilling, it would appear, to start with a different quarterback. That is the option, right? That's the nuclear option for the Cowboys. But he's hoping to avoid going down that road. That's risky business, right? Dak Prescott is a known quantity. Not a great quantity. He's a known quantity. And if you're Dak Prescott, he's like, yeah, I've been underpaid. Now it's time for me to get overpaid, right? He's the 37th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Did you know that? Dak Prescott's the 37th highest paid quarterback in the NFL in terms of cash, 77th in terms of average annual salary among quarterbacks. So for him, it's like, well, there's no real urgency here, assuming he he does not have a career-altering injury here because the backup plan would be to play the year out and then the Cowboys will have to do something drastic to keep you, or you can go out and hit the open market. Now, my advice, number two, my advice to the Cowboys is to be realistic. Something the Cowboys are not often is realistic. If Dakota Prescott was to become a free agent, now let's play this hypothetical game out, okay? And 
Dakota Prescott, let's say all of a sudden he became available to every other team in the NFL. Would there be a bidding war for Dak Prescott? Would teams be lining up to bid for the services of Dak Prescott? Now, listen, somebody would sign him, right? Somebody would sign him. But he's going to get $30 million a year in free agency. Is somebody going to throw out a $30 million a year contract? He's not a top five quarterback. He's not a top 10 quarterback. On my big board of quarterbacks, I have Dak Prescott either 17th or 18th in the NFL. You know what that is? And I'm being generous. When I say 17th or 18th, I'm being kind to Dak Prescott. He's average. Dak Prescott is a game manager. And you can go back to a previous edition of the show, and I know Jerry Jones has been painfully out of touch with many of his players over the years, but we we crunched the numbers. I think it was back in April or May. You can go back in some previous podcast and download it. But we did a side-by-side comparison, a blind comparison of quarterback A and quarterback B. And quarterback A had 10,876 yards in the first three years of their career, 67 touchdowns, 25 interceptions. Quarterback B had 10,064 yards, 61 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. And that was the first three years of their career uh, with their particular team. Those two quarterbacks with almost identical numbers, just one had a few more passing yards, uh, that would be Dak Prescott and... Alex Smith. Dak Prescott and Alex Smith are essentially the same player. Prescott is right in the middle of the bell curve. He is, by definition, a ham and egger. That is what Dak Prescott is. He's a generic brand quarterback. Now, you can say he's not because he plays for the Cowboys. He's got a star on the side of his helmet and all that. No, you can't, you can't belittle Dak Prescott. He is what his numbers say they are. Dakota Prescott doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He also doesn't make many game-changing plays. Very similar to Alex Smith. The Chiefs took off and ended up in the AFC Championship game the moment Alex Smith vacated and they brought in Patrick Mahomes. Well, Patrick Mahomes is just a better quarterback, but the Cowboys' formula to win games has not changed. They've got to have a pretty good defense and ability to run the ball. Dallas, last season with Amari Cooper for part of the year, and everyone said how great Dak Prescott played because Amari Cooper had like three good games against beat-up, ragtag secondaries against guys that were packing groceries a couple of weeks prior with Philadelphia and Washington. Garbage. But if you look at the numbers, like go to the stats. The Cowboys passing offense ranked 22nd in the NFL, slightly ahead of the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson, who played a lot late in the year, and the Ravens, a run-first throwback to before the forward pass was an option to the NFL, and yet they were essentially the same as the Cowboys. You say, wow, the truth hurt. Now the final point here, Dak Prescott, he's got several fatal flaws in his game. If you're a Cowboy apologist, even if you love the Cowboys, you know what these are. Mainly his inability to throw outside the numbers, that is his own personal kryptonite and often the downfall of the Cowboys. He's another one of these guys that's Charlie Checkdown. That's Dak Prescott, right? We call him Triple D, Dink, 
dunk Dak. Uh, that's what he does. He takes high percentage throws, and this is how you know the uneducated football fan, the dum-dum who likes football casually, looked at these numbers, and they're easily hornswoggled by the statistics because you got a high completion percentage and low interception total. People think, wow, he's really good, Dak Prescott. And then you realize those numbers are enhanced. They're enhanced. If you don't take chances, if you don't take risks, you will have those kind of numbers. We saw with Kirk Cousins, Sam Bradford set a record a couple years back with the Vikings, and it wasn't a very good year, but um, the dum-dums, they loved uh, Sam Bradford's statistics that particular year. Now he's out of the NFL right now. But unlike, if you look at this uh, with Jerry Jones, I mean, Jerry Jones, everyone seems to think Jerry Jones is going to cave in. Uh, but really, Dak Prescott is the lord of mediocrity. Now, I also agree. I believe Jerry Jones will cave in. I don't disagree with that. I mean, Jerry is a star effer. He loves the celebrity. And because you're the quarterback of the Cowboys, by default, you're a celebrity. But unlike Amari Cooper and unlike Zeke Elliott, there's a different kind of a bond between Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott. Maybe I'll be proven wrong here, uh, but from observing this from afar, it does not appear to be a case where I am incorrect. Every indication is these guys, is like a father-son type of relationship. They love each other. Oh, they're lovey-dovey and uh, and all that. And the Cowboys will just chalk it up and say, well, it's the going rate. It's the current market. We have to pay X amount of dollars, and that's just the way it is. And then the other thing, And this is a guarantee. Uh, This is a guarantee. The moment that that contract is eventually signed between the quarterback, Dakota Prescott, and the Dallas Cowboys, the moment that contract is sent into the league office and is approved and everything's, all the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted, that very moment, there will be a case of buyer's remorse for the Dallas Cowboys. It'll be like, oh my God, what have we done? So I would argue if you were a Cowboys hater, you have to love this. You have to love the fact, well, that eventually this is going to happen. It's not, it's not going to happen right now. Dak Prescott you know, turning down $30 million a year because he can, thinks he can get more, whether it's guaranteed money or whatever. Uh, and he definitely wants more than $30 million a year. But the Cowboys, from... Every indication, Jerry Jones is willing to make Cooper, Elliott, and Prescott, all of them, among the top five paid players at their positions. (laughs) Now, if I'm running the Cowboys, the only one of those three guys that gets the money is Zeke Elliott. The other two, go pound sand. Have a good time. Knock yourself out. I can go get an average quarterback that can check down and throw dink and dunk passes anywhere. And a wide receiver, listen, Amari Cooper hasn't proven anything yet. Nothing. Zippo. Bupkis as a Dallas Cowboy. Now, if he comes back and plays consistently good week after week after week, then we can revisit this. But there's no way, uh, as, as it stands right now, that you give him, based on his body of work with the Raiders, Amari Cooper, a uh, big Bafo Sacco contract. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Right, let's get to it right now. Here we go. You know what time it is. Yes, no caller-free radio. It's That's right. Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This 
is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, bring in the Koopa Loop in this edition of Mallard of the Third Degree. Ben, even though free agency didn't turn out the way that the Knicks had hoped it would, it was reported this weekend that management still doesn't have any regrets about the Kristaps Porzingis trade. Do you believe them? Well, here's what I believe. Hey, this is obviously the public position. I believe in public and private positions. I don't believe them. They're lying. Porzingis was their most popular player. He wasn't playing. I get that. But the, the only way this would have worked out for the Knicks is if they, in the grand plan, had brought in two stars. They ended up with Julius Randle and Marcus Morris and Bobby Portis. Okay. <laughs> You talk about a dynamic group of playmakers that's going to turn the Knicks franchise around. In other words, this is an incomplete piecemeal roster, and Porzingis, who you'd rather have than Julius Randle, Marcus Morris, or Bobby Portis, is gone. He's out. And B, privately, if you asked the the New York Knicks and gave them true serum, they would have preferred to keep Kristaps and added a dominant free agent and now, you know, they're spinning it. They're doing damage control and all this stuff that Przingis didn't want to be in New York. Because you hear that all the time. Guys don't want to play in New York. You know, it's it's just horrible. Nobody wants to play in New York. It's a horrible, number one media market in the country. And, of course, some rubes buy that when this kind of thing gets thrown out there. Uh, now, to be fair, this could work out in the long run. The fatal weakness in Kristaps Porzingis' body of work is his fragile body. And the fact that he has missed games with ACL problems, knee issues, ankle problems, lower back, groin, Achilles. Uh, He's like that operation game with all the different injuries he's had the past three years. Uh, So if you're soft served, you're not going to be great, as great as you could be. That said, no, the Knicks are liars. Next! Now, former running back Chris Johnson warned Jerry Jones over the weekend that if Ezekiel Elliott misses all of training camp, that it could lead to a career-worst year. Now, CJ2K is undoubtedly thinking back to his own career-worst year after he held out before the 2011 season. Ben, do you think training camp is that important? No, I think this is ridiculous. Number one, the reports of the value of training camp have been greatly exaggerated by CJ and others. It ain't the 1960s when guys got big and fat and eating donuts all the time and candy and drinking. Unless Zeke Elliott now has a beer belly while he's hanging out and he's a double-fisting apple pie, having a wonderful time there. There's nothing to worry about. And I believe in the teachings of Troy Palomalu, the old Pittsburgh Steeler from back in the day, who used to preach every training camp about how outdated and unnecessary training camp was. And he would do it almost uh, like clockwork every year. Uh, Troy Palomalu would complain about that. Now, number two, the one shining light for Zeke Elliott now is he's got a built-in excuse if he doesn't have a great year he can now blame it on training camp even though i don't believe it other people will buy into it and the thing about cj2k right chris johnson who peaked with the tennessee titans in 2009 that was his career year he was never able to get back to those levels the rest of his career and so he blamed it on the holdout and some other things in the years that followed that dominant 2009 season when he went over 2,000 yards for the titans next 
Now, last week you talked about how you liked uh, Major League Baseball's idea of having a gimmick game at the Field of Dreams. Yeah, next August. Yes, now you mentioned a few other ideas for sports uh, like basketball and golf. But where would your choice be for an NFL gimmick game? Well, I did mention one. First of all, Cooper, last week I mentioned, uh, I, I said the Packers and Vikings a game in the North Pole. Uh, the real frozen tundra. I think that would be pretty cool there and say Lambeau Field's frozen. Well, no, you ain't seen nothing yet. Let's go to Antarctica and play a game or go play a game in in, uh, Alaska, but like northern Alaska. I mean, how cool would it be to have a game in like a stadium built out of igloos? Uh, That would be awesome. Uh, Secondly, how about the Chargers play the Chiefs? We saw basketball on an aircraft carrier. How about an NFL game? Those aircraft carriers are big enough. You could put a football field on there. How cool would that be? You better not overthrow the receiver. It could go into the Pacific Ocean, <laughs> right? And you could literally throw the ball into the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And uh, years ago, I was in Niagara Falls. And how cool would it be? I don't think you could do this, but if, it, if it's possible, get one of these big barges, Coop, and put it at the base of Niagara Falls and have the Bills host the Jets, right? In the, the, the area around Niagara Falls. I mean, that would be cool. You could build a a temporary stadium. Uh, where else? How about the, the Tennessee Titans, the Great Smoky Mountains? Right. You could put a game there against the Carolina Panthers and something like that. That would be cool. Be creative. Be, you know, do something outside the box. Color outside the lines, as we said last week. All right, there it is. Mallet of the third degree. How did we do? You pass this edition, Ben. That is a win. You can put it on the board. Yes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line, the unscreened portion of the radio show. We reopen the phone lines. We engage you. Who needs our advice in the world of sports? There's so many people out there that need our advice. There's a couple different ways we can go here. We go down the list here. You you look around, uh, exhibition season, uh, players, young players struggling off to slow starts in the preseason, if you will. The baseball pennant races cranking up. We can certainly give some advice there. Never wrong to give advice to LeBron James. We've given a lot of advice to LeBron James over the years, and it's always paid off very well. But who in particular should get advice? I think the Arizona Cardinals front office needs our advice on how to avoid getting DUIs, citations. Two years in a row, a Cardinal executive has been popped for driving under the influence. It happened over the weekend. The chief operating officer, Ron Miniger, was pulled over for speeding, failure to drive Ooh. within one lane of traffic, and he was driving in the bicycle lane, apparently, and he was drunk. Uh, that is the second year in a row an Arizona Cardinals executive has been popped for DUI. So what is your advice heard of to the Arizona Cardinals front office on how to avoid being pulled over and getting busted for DUI. You're live on the air when you hear my voice at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. And to the phones we go. Let's say hello to you on line two. We would go to line one, but line one doesn't work. Hello, line two. Your advice to the Arizona Cardinals front office. Pokey, pokey, pokey. Line number four. You are next. Hello, line four. 
Practice, practice, more practice. Line five, you're next. We're giving advice to the Cardinals of Arizona front office on how to avoid DUIs. Uh, yes, Ben. I would look the Cardinals front office square in the eye and say, You have up on yourself, Ben Miller! Yeah. You have yourself, Ben Miller! I don't know if that'll help. Hey, you on line six over there. Line six, you're on the air. Advice to the Arizona Cardinals front office to avoid DUIs. Hey, tell them to turn down the stove. It's too hot out there. Ah, that's a good point. Yeah, all right. Hey, random, right, random line. Oh, it's Cowboy John Brad. Your advice to the Arizona Cardinal front office to avoid DUIs. Well, first of all, rest in peace to the uh, great author, uh, Tony Morrison, and the, hey, Louis, and the Arizona Cardinals front Ooh. office needs to get some books, 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 well, that might Drink be the, yourself away. It might be the problem. They were out trying to get that, and then they messed it up. Hello, you on line two. You're next. We're giving advice to the Arizona Cardinals front office to avoid DUIs. Good morning, Ben. It's Monday morning, Pete, coming off of Cape Cod. Let me tell you, Ben. Lyft, Uber, ask your buddy. Come yeah. on. All right, that's up. good. Just uh, have some good, good advice. All right, I got I got you. All right, be safe. All right, I hey, love uh, balls. you on line three. You're next. Advice to the Arizona Cardinals front office to avoid DUIs. What about a nine-year-old girl? What about a nine-year-old girl? Line four, you're next. Hello, line four. Smoke a lot of weed and eat some prunes. Line five. That's advice the guy gives every week for whatever we're talking about. What about a nine-year-old girl? Line five. Hello, line five. If Marcel has his own segment, Sean the Hood guy should have his own segment. All right, hang up on yourself. Line six. Sean the Hook guy just called up a few minutes ago. Line six, you're on the air. We're giving advice to the Arizona Cardinal front office to avoid DUIs. Uh, yes, Ben. I would tell the Cardinals front office the best way to avoid getting pulled over on a DUI is to use the Maller maneuver. Yeah, you're damn right. The Maller maneuver, man. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I've never gotten a DUI. It has not happened. <laughs> You know why? I don't drink and drive. That's why I don't get a DUI. It's very hard to get a uh, DUI if you don't, if you do that. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, you on line two. You're next. Hello, line two. Well, at least it's not a murder. Got to go. Uh, it's the got to go guy. Got a murder. Got to go. I like that. Line three, you're on the air. That's a great way to get out of a radio game show. Line three, hello. I'm going to Roberto. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, Roberto. Coming to get you. Random Uh-oh. line. Hey, random line. You're live on the air. Advice to the Arizona Cardinals front office to avoid DUIs. Long neck, ice cold beer never broke my heart. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the great cowboy in Windsor double dipping. Hello, line six. You're on the air. My advice is to, for Eddie. Roberto Osuna took the loss, not Justin Verlander. Uh, all right. Uh, line five, you're on the air. Thank Who? you for that. That's corrections and retractions. Line five, hello. Never heard of him. I deal with the great old pioneer, LeVar Ball. Stay in your lane. That's good advice, yes. The, the great philosopher like Aristotle, LeVar Ball. Stay in your lane. Line four, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. The, the Cardinals should listen to and take the advice of the one and only King Eddie. Long oh. live King Eddie. Oh, there's the King hey. Eddie guy. He's back, Eddie. The King I'm Eddie back. guy's alive. He must be in jail again. Are you in jail again, sir? No, but I own a couple right now. I'm sure you do. All right, <laughs> get a, call us more often. Line three. Hello, line three. They need to be like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's the best ever. Right, knock that. Go watch that Peyton Manning uh, pornography. Go, there. King Eddie. That Peyton porno about the NFL, their NFL history that he's doing. Yeah, line two. Hello, line two. 
Hey, I would tell them it's okay to masturbate. Just don't get caught red-handed. All right. Line three, you're on the air. Hello, line three. Uh, you are next. The pen is blue. The gosh dang pen is blue. Uh, I, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, we'll do one more and only one more. If it's good, I will take credit. If not, I will blame the Koopa Loop, who is going to pick the final call on the Insta advice line to the Arizona Cardinals beleaguered front office, the disheveled mess in the Valley of the Sun there. Back-to-back years, major executives have gotten DUIs. Line four. Line number four, the final call on the instant advice line to the Arizona Cardinals NFL front office. Hello, line number four. How do they avoid getting DUIs? DUIs, that's kid stuff. we got prostitution, human trafficking, cheating scandal after cheating scandal, PEDs, broken Oh, that's the guy in May. That's the guy in May. That's, I know that, Yahoo. You should have picked line five. Line five, are you there, line five? Yes, get a booster seat for Kyler Murray. Yeah, boost seat, that's, that's good advice. Booster seat for Kyler Murray. All right, there it is, the instant advice line. Thank you all for participating. See, we cleansed the phone lines for an hour, and it wasn't as bad as it could have been. This portion of the show brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Malicious mischief. Malicious mischief. We get to that. We'll do it next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.